listening to the real WTH library. Welcome to a back. Welcome to a back. <laughs> it's been a long episode. Yeah, we're tired. Oh man. Uh welcome back to another episode of the real WTH library. Is that hard for you to edit? It is. I actually have to. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it actually is. I I had to cut it, sever track, and bring you up on that part. That's why I did the last episode. Um, but we're again back talking about uh, "Play Dead" by Ted Decker, and uh, to bring you up to speed, uh, we went through chapter. Tw- what did we do? Twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. Yep. Last episode. Um, little, little background on chapter 25, uh, Angie went back to red protocol, um, and it, she was married to Randy, which was weird. Their son was Jamie, which was again, weird. Um, she sees Derry in red protocol as some reality show contestant. Like survivor. Um, Yeah. And then, uh. Randy talked to Jake Barnes a little bit, who is the owner of the Red Protocol stuff. Um, Angie in Red Protocol ends up seeing a hooded man tranquilize Randy. She sees Jamie in there. Um, Everything shimmers. She realized she was in VR, and she ends up going back to the gate room while she's in Red Protocol, and she decodes the second book. Right. That's that's about it, I think. All right, good show. Bye. Okay, see you later. Um, but now we're going to do chapters 26 through 30, possibly. I think last time we said we were going to go through chapter 26, but it, it was a big one. Actually, yeah. all these these next ones that we're going to do are, are some deep dives. Yeah, ooh, um, well played, that, well played. Is that what it's called? Yeah, dive okay. deep. Um, deep dive. So... In chapter 26, uh, you're back in the laboratory-ish room where they're watching Angie while she's in the Red Protocol. Um, and you see her brainwave spike. Um, uh, the people there say her mind was fracturing. Barnes, Jake Barnes, says to reboot her and tells Randy, don't worry, this is going to work. And then you go back to Angie in the gate room again. Um, she opens the image maker portal. She uses the second book with the codes and brings up a memory of her past. I think this, this might be the one where I, I started to talk about it in the last episode. It was, and I had to edit it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it says she entered seven, it says she entered seven digits of binary code and, um, it brings up a memory. She ended up seeing herself at age seven. Yeah. Um, she actually enters that memory and, um, she loses all memory of her past age seven, basically, but she feels like she's in deja vu. Yeah. Oh, and then her mom is in this memory and she asks if she is seeing and she's like, what? And, uh, then she's, her mom says she will understand one day and she calls her the unveiled one, which we heard that before. Yeah. And we'll hear it again. Actually, yeah, and so so thirty, like in twenty five, basically she 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 it's kind of like in like I said like Inception, it's a dream within a dream. But she yeah. she was basically in a VR state, but when she was in a VR state, she hacked into another reality. 
which is this one she's in now. And when yeah. she when she did that, um, it was um, as they were bringing her out of the red protocol, and they saw that, like you said, she started a fracture. So they did they they wanted to put her in the void, is what they yeah. called it, to normalize her. Um, but I think in order for that to work, she has to not have been in a different reality. Yeah. So it's it's kind um, of like they try to bring her out, but she's not there. So Jamie in in uh, the gate room reality um, ends up bringing her back to the gate room because she doesn't know where she's like who she is while she's in the memory. She only knows of herself as like seven years old or whatever. Um, so Jamie brings her back to the gate room. Um, she ends up going through a bunch of memories. She gets frustrated about it. And then eventually she realizes she, she has some epiphany where she realizes it's not about escaping the world, which is the world that she is in where Derry, her husband is dead. And she's with Randy at this point at red protocol it's it's not about escaping that world she says it's about being free in that world yeah um and then the the whole gate room starts to shake jamie tells her to try to stay sane um everything goes black and then angie wakes up again in the lab yeah and that's basically 26 yeah Oh, oh, and Barnes starts asking her some questions to oh, try yeah, and get yeah. an emotional response from her to make sure that she's back in, fully in. He was asking reality. her questions about dairy, like really yeah. personal questions. Yeah, yeah, which was a little weird. Yeah, that that, that part was weird. Yeah, um, and then twenty seven, chapter twenty seven, uh basically angie comes out and she basically says right off the bat like i want to go see susan milton who's claire's mom uh yeah. one of the murdered uh teens in oak hill because she wants uh, to look for the key yeah and then she told randy that she uh lied to barnes about what happened in uh in the regression that she was going through and that she was um working um on the second book which is the key to uh, uh navigating the image maker gate um so basically when when barnes was asking her those questions she was she was lying about her answers because she knew exactly what he was trying to do yeah so she gave that emotional response to throw him off right um and then the book is like a uh the, it says like a catalog of scenes from uh um the role she's been uh playing in this reality so um that kind of i got me thinking like when they say this reality are they talking about the reality that we look at right now as the real world the real world is where Derry is dead and mateo's killing people that is that reality they're talking about i don't know yeah and so um and the gate room uh is like a camera where you can like kind of like look around and see it's kind of like i think we said this in the last episode it's kind of like a astral projection you're seeing it yeah you can see yourself from afar um kind of like looking in, in like a security camera at a grocery store or whatever um but then um um switches over yeah well because um randy was like why she's not grieving yeah like it, it just seems like because basically she's i think she's slowly realizing like maybe this reality isn't the real one yeah it's the other one so 
dairy it's like if you lost a a a loved one in a video game yeah you wouldn't wouldn't really matter because this is the real world right and so she uh she kissed randy uh trying to prove that she wasn't grieving she kind of told him that that's what she was doing when she was in the gate room at convergence was was kissing him and then then she told everything that uh, randy everything that happened back at convergence because remember he's old school he doesn't know what's going on he just thinks this whole stuff all this stuff is crazy yeah um and then it switches he still drives his truck himself yeah not on autopilot yeah no no tesla's there no um but yeah it switches to mateo and mateo ends up getting a call that says he has to eliminate angie randy and susan because that's where they're going right now is to susan's house and uh susan is claire's mom um uh, they say something like everything depend depends on the on the president, basically. Yep, I have that written down. Everything depend everything depends on the presidency. And it says right here, I have this marked. Uh, this was a quote from uh, I can't remember her name. She's the one that called Mateo, giving Kim- him the orders. Kimberly or something or something. Uh, yeah, I can't remember, but but she she was basically. They say that her Mateo like Mateo does not like her. No, at all. He's always talking about how later on she's going to get what she deserves. Exactly. But she's kind of like, think of her like a boss and and he's just done with her. So it says right here, our contact at Convergence has informed us that she reentered red protocol for a few hours ago, during which time she suffered a fracture. She doesn't know it, but her brain is, well, very broken. She's far too unstable and knows far too much. Um, So when they said they, uh, uh, they are contact at convergence. Yeah. So it, it makes you wonder like, who is it? Who is it? Is it Barnes? Yeah. You know, or like, is it, is it, uh, what's her name? Teresa Felicia Felicia. Yeah. yeah. Felicia, the... So you, you don't know who it is. No. Um, and then when, when I, when I, I don't know, when I was reading this particular chapter, I literally kept picturing Mateo as like agent Smith from the matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no emotion kind of gets a little angry. Like if he, if he starts to lose, but it has, has, will not deviate from the mission regardless. Yeah. And that, that, that I wrote that down. Um, Cause I just picture him like just being like agent Smith, but not in a suit. Yeah. Just in the hood maybe. Yeah. Well, cause they said the hood, the hood and man, but then again, that was looking from the, uh, what do you call it? The image maker in the gate room looking down so but then again she saw uh randy as her husband Derry as the person so we don't know if that's exactly what he looks like then we get into chapter 28 um and this goes back to jamie jamie wakes up in a cell he remembers the white room and trying to help angie which is this is the first time that he actually remembers this um but he can't remember why so he remembers that he was there, but he can't remember what he was doing. Um, but uh, I, I, <laughs> I kind of like this part. Like he made friends with the guards, yeah, by telling them like who to bet on, yeah, for fights and sports teams and stuff like that. Because like remembered, it's like the Jamie, sports almanac in Back yeah. to the Future too. Yeah, Jamie can can run algorithms in his head and figure out the probability of someone or something happening. 
and uh, he's been pretty spot on with the guards. So they've taken a liking to him. And then the guards actually told Jamie about Derry's murder and his reaction was quote unquote. So he's done playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they really, uh, I guess they kind of, uh, you know, were taken back by that. Like, what do you mean? He, he's done playing like he's dead. You know, yeah. it, sh- it shows you again, his state of, of being is his state of being is still like everything. is a video game. Yeah, and I feel like at this point you're starting to see Angie transform into someone like Jamie. Yeah. And and later on we'll get into it in chapter 30, but you see that, that it becomes even more like that. Yeah. Um but then it switches over to Angie and Randy and they're talking with Susan. Randy warns her. He says, "Hey, when we go in there, mention nothing." about this virtual reality stuff to Susan. She says, okay, yeah, it'll freak her out. So um, they're talking and Angie says, I'm going to stay with Susan. So Randy goes to search Claire's room again to try and find um, the key that they're looking for. And uh, Randy ends up getting a phone call from the chief. Randy thinks um, after the phone call ends up thinking that the DA is in on the murder yeah because it says right here she and Derry had been right about one thing jamie hamilton was cert- almost certainly being framed for the oak hill murders and someone in law enforcement was almost certainly involved yeah and then, um and so- then yeah you end up it goes back to angie and she tells susan that it's a virtual reality and susan ends up kicking them out yeah. which you realize is actually a good thing yeah, well, and it says right here because they 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 did say that uh, Susan Milton said that her husband came to the house, and he locked himself in Claire's room. Oh um, yeah, for a while. And, and so it says like uh, you're saying your husband was here yesterday in Claire's room for an hour with the door shut. Your husband didn't say what he was doing if he was searching for something because remember there's that little memory card, the key. Yeah, yeah, and and remember her husband was the um the ceo of that other company what was it called oh i forget but it it has to do with virtual reality yeah and so then they're saying our contact at convergence so i'm thinking like maybe he's maybe double dipping is he the one i don't know if he's he's convergence though yeah well was it mistletoe yeah yeah that's what it was yeah um and then it's oh are we in a new chapter now no we're in the same chapter um but randy gets a phone call uh from renee dalton who i i I, that's a police chief oh Um, i already talked about this oh you did Um, yeah i did okay And, and that that was when he thought that the da was in on the murder and stuff but he he ends up hearing them scream at some point i don't know if it's this chapter or the next one yeah, basically, she, they're saying that the DA is like saying like, you know, um, what she said here, I have the DA crawling down my throat and you're holding hands with two distraught women. Because like yeah. you said, uh, Susan kicked him out of the house. Um, and then Olsen's convinced you're conspiring with the defense in the Oak Hill case. And he's demanding to talk to you immediately. So here's uh, what you're going to do. Um, basically, she's laying down the law. Like, you need to get back yeah. here now because this does not look right. Which it really doesn't. No. Um, then we get into chapter 29 um, and we flash 
over to Mateo. Mateo is now at Susan's house. Which this um, is a, real quick. This is a cool chapter because this this chapter and twenty eight are in the same timeline. Same timeline, yeah. These are happening at the same time. So you're seeing this is basically now what's happening from Mateo's point of view. What was going on in chapter twenty eight? Yeah, and uh, his plan ends up getting ruined because Susan got mad at Angie and kicked them out. Yeah, he didn't plan for that. Um, but he, he ends up speaking with Susan, tells her he's, um, some type of agent or something like that. And is investigating, I think I, I can't remember, but, uh, I think he's investigating Randy. Is that right? I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. It's been a while since I read this. Uh, but, um, he ends up seeing the letter that Claire wrote to Angie because Susan shows it to him. Um, and then he ends up killing Susan, but makes it look like a suicide by hanging her. Right. Um, then he gets a call from his boss, whatever her name is. I can't remember. Renee. Maybe. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Mateo. Mateo. Ma I can't, Ma remember, her, I can't yeah. remember her name. Um, but she tells him to go after Randy and Angie. That, yeah. that was all I had written for 29. It was, well, it was basically Mateo's view of what happened in chapter 28. After Angie and Randy left the house. Now, yeah. um, Randy, or sorry, Mateo shows up and he, and he has a full on conversation with Susan. And it's very, very creepy the way that Decker wrote this. Cause it's like, he's manipulating her, but he's also giving her like all this information. Yeah. But he's but like, he knows he's going to kill her in the end. And he says, we've been watching both Angie and Jamie for a long time monitoring every move they make in the dark net and in the virtual worlds they, they enter. Understanding how their minds work will one day make possible fully organic mechanisms for entering virtual worlds. It's, cri it's critical that the right authorities are in control of that emerging technology. In the wrong hands, it could destroy society as we know it. Your daughter, and he's talking to Susan, so he's talking about Claire, stumbled into a highly sensitive information uh, or stumbled into highly sensitive information embedded on an encrypted key we believe that's what got her killed so he's not admitting that he's the one that killed her but he's saying that's what we believe so he's kind of like he's you know, giving her the truth but only a version of it that will benefit him and then he just it will creep me out in the chapters when he's just like um he basically kind of like turned around and he like opened it up and he had like a rope and he kind of like handed it to her in a way yeah and like basically he's like you know what to do like you're gonna either you're gonna kill yourself or i'm gonna kill you type thing and she ends up like hanging herself but he hung her you know but it this chapter is really crazy yeah um then we get into chapter 30 and uh <laughs> this is when angie and randy are in the truck randy's telling her hey i thought we agreed you're not gonna say anything to susan she's like yeah i'm sorry i thought it would go differently but it didn't which is funny because um, I'm like, dude, anybody would freak out on that. Yeah. And then Angie and uh, Randy ends up getting a phone call from, I think, his Rachel. partner, which is his partner, right? Yeah. And she says, have you been watching the the news and all the the releases for the, what'd she call them, bulletins or something like that? The, the police bolos. Bulletins. Yeah, the police yeah. bulletins, bolos, all that. 
And she says, so I I assume you know about Susan. And he goes, what do you mean? She goes, she just killed herself. She was found by the maid hanging. And they're like, what? So Randy immediately knows that it's suicide because he says she was angry. That was, that was not something that would drive her to suicide. That's something that would drive her another way, basically. Um, but he knows that she would not have killed herself because of what Angie said. Because Angie's feeling bad about herself at this point. She feels like she killed Susan. And Randy's telling her, no, no, you're wrong. Yeah, um, I mean, and, and you, again, like they're, they're, they're constantly playing it to the suicide but i think deep down they know that there's something else going on yeah so randy realizes hey we need to go somewhere and hide so he says i know this place i've got a friend um that has a cabin out in the middle of nowhere that's off the grid so we need to go there so he says ditch the phones and uh they get rid of them and then they go to a cabin yeah and they and they said the description of this cabin's pretty cool because his friend uh uh who special forces uh turned SWAT, um that's how Randy knows him. His name was Joseph Conrad. And this cabin, uh it was pretty secure. They said it was it had heavy tree coverage, which would protect it from drones, mm-hmm. uh heat sensors, um, because it had a line roof. Um yeah, and it would it, block heat, and then the fireplace too. Yeah, it had a security system for intruders. The only connection to the outside was an old um, Iranian satellite um, that was hacked. Yeah. That's what they said. So it may look like they were in Iran. They yeah. Um, and there's a the, huge arsenal of weapons in the bunker, they said. Yeah. Uh, the thing I thought was cool, um, they, they said there was a recycler on the fireplace that would recycle the smoke pull out all the carbon or something like that in it so that when the the smoke came out you couldn't see it yeah it's pretty cool yeah i have one of those me too yeah it's pretty neat bought it at trader joe's it's pretty cool <laughs> mine at tractor supply there you go yours is probably better mine's <laughs> mine's more of like a great value yeah. version of it yeah. um mine's a name brand but they're talking about like these metal detectors um that oh yeah uh, or motion detectors yeah that would uh, set an alarm of the cabin triggered by anything containing metal like a weapon or a car it says even a belt would set it off not likely anyone in these parts would be walking around naked but like basically anything was going to set this off which i thought was pretty cool um and then after that randy saw that they actually the apb went out for them uh, because he was able to have so it's like well it's official um we're on the run. They're after us now. Um, and then basically the, uh, what do you call it? An alarm started going off. Yeah. And it was crazy. Then it, have, then it flashes straight to Mateo. Yep. Alarm goes off and it says, uh, within 20 seconds of the alarm's first beep, they were out of the cabin in a narrow tunnel. It let out the back of the bunker and spilled into a deep uh, draw 20 yards behind the tree line. Um, but the funny thing is, um, you know, this, this chapter reminds me a lot of a movie I saw, uh, I think it was called, oh man, it was with Nicholas Cage, kind of a lot like shooter. (laughs) Yes. With the cabin, but it it is a, uh, Nicholas Cage movie, an unknown, um, basically where he could like see like 10 seconds into the future. 
And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, knowing, knowing, no, 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 not knowing. Uh, knowing's the 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 other one. Um, but it, it reminds me of this because it's, it takes place in a cabin. He's um, but Mateo ends up launching like a a grenade, like or a, like a RPG into the cabin, and the whole thing explodes. But Randy and um, Angie uh, made it out of uh, there. Okay, you know they're in the tunnel, um, trying to escape this but it's going down like it's it's full-blown um uh, next next that's the movie with jessica beal i think yeah um but yeah mateo's in full-blown um like no more silencers on weapons like he's now using he's like grenades and grenades yeah so it, it's you know if they had any doubt in their mind about you know susan killing herself or dairy you know all these things um that now they know that someone's after them yeah for sure and but, it, uh, randy shoots down a drone uh-huh. um then they end up running to the shed which they uh angie did a little precursor before that which she said something like she saw a shed and Randy said something like nobody ever uses it, but she knew in the back of her head that there was something more to it. So they run to that shed and he pulls up the floor on it and there's a a Jeep below it and realizes there's a fire road that leads out from where the Jeep's parked under the shed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They they take off and get out of there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I remember when I was reading this book, like from this point on, I was like, man, this is, it it gets pretty fast paced because they set it up to, they got to make a movie out of this. I know they really do. I I wish, I wish, uh, Decker's books got turned into more movies. Yeah. Um, circle first. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you know, that like I said, I said before, that'd be a really high budget movie. Yeah, it, it, it'll it'll I think it'll be pretty kind of like when when they did the uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe series, all the C.S. Lewis movies. I think it would end up being like that because the circle is it, it's kind of like um part of it is in like uh now world, and the other half yeah. of it is like in like a mystical world like I lord of the rings line of witch wardrobe type thing then it's back and forth again kind of like how this is this this book right here is like in the virtual world in the real world you know but you you're trying to figure out which one's which you know whatever but yeah yeah loving it dude yep so cool that's all we have that's it 26 to 30 we're we're dude we don't have a whole lot left in this book we're no i'm, we're, I'm right there with you we're, we're we're pretty close to the end then then we uh then we get decker on the show yeah you gotta still, send still, some emails out still don't know i'm gonna ask him <laughs> remember that time you wrote the bride collector that was pretty cool that was cool yeah remember he, that time you wrote the circle series yeah we liked it it's like my favorite book yeah it was like a circle it was cool yeah yeah you're you're good use words dude you write words words are good 
<laughs> and he's like, this and if, is the it, dumbest if thing anybody ever. <laughs> wants to look more into Decker or is interested in writing books, he does classes every yep, master year. Class. He just did one free. last last. He just week. did one. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but he he goes into how to write uh fictional books and stuff like that, and it's it's a good thing, and he does it all for free. I wanted to do it. Honestly, maybe not so much to actually do it, but to, I guess, kind of get inside of his mind. Yeah. Because like he said, like there's times I'm like, man, that, that mind is pretty twisted. Yeah. But at the same time, what he's writing about has a deeper meaning than what, it, what you're reading. You really yeah. got to like evaluate. So yeah. I'm hoping at the end of the book, uh, we could really piece it together and go, okay, this is what this book means. It's what it's like saying it is, or it's like this movie, this book is about anxiety or, or whatever. And we, and we say this, you know, or, you know, how most of the books I have like some sort of meaning to it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting, dude. Yeah. So that's all I have, dude. That's it. Yep. Gonna go hang out with the wife, go to sleep. Okay, we had a long we had a long show today. It's still light here right now. So, (laughs) well, we have lightning bugs outside that keep the lights on for us. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, do we have a lot of them? They're cool. Yeah, you know, if they get above a certain number, they get in sync. Do they really? They do. Yeah, we don't have like hundreds. We maybe have like. I don't know, maybe like a good like 50 or whatever that hang out in our yard. Dude, they're super friendly. <laughs> They'll come up and say, hey, what's going on? Check out my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like 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 the other day I was like sitting there, I was outside and one was flying around. I'm like, oh hey. And then I kind of like um put my hand out and it landed on my hand like a kind of like a like what a ladybug does. They just yeah. kind of hang out, run on your hand, flash a little bit. And it's weird because I remember as a kid, they they light up like yellow. Yeah they're like a neon green oh that's weird yeah so i'm like it's like a glow stick i'm like that's weird like i could have seen the frog lied yeah lied about everything that sits on a throat of lies <laughs> so cool dude all right so well bye see you later listening everybody you can listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean amazon google play pretty much wherever you can listen to podcasts you can find us on social media on facebook instagram and youtube you can also call and text us at 916-259-3030 or by email at the real show at gmail.com and make sure you listen to our normal show the Real WTH Show, which could be found anywhere you can listen to podcasts.